0: Welcome to episode three of Tandi and Captain Stay Safe. The next couple of episodes are geared towards helping you, the parent, to deal with the emotional impact of COVID-19 on your children, your families, and even yourself. If I haven't had the privilege of meeting you before, my name is Dawn Numdu. I am the editor of Food for Mzanzi, and joining me virtually is journalist Duncan Masiwa.
1: Hey Dawn. We've had such a great response this far to the podcast children's story called Tandy and Captain Stay Safe. In case you missed it, you can still listen to it on your favorite podcast platform. But here's a little sneak preview on one of my favorite moments featuring two of my favorite characters in the story.
2: I need a way to tell all the children in the world how to protect themselves so they can protect everyone else. Um. I need something that can fly. Something something with a big voice. I'm Captain. Stay safe. i will be here all along. I come from your heart. If I have you, then I can tell all the children in the world about the coronavirus. I can be a hero. But wait, Captain. Stay safe. Is it safe to travel around with coronavirus? Only with me, Tandy, or nothing can harm you when we are together.
0: Duncan, I'm not even a kiddie, but that does excite me tremendously. Tandy and Captain Stay Safe can be particularly meaningful to kids between the ages of 6 and 11. Now, on to today's episode. As you know, parents have a responsibility to help children make sense of the consequences of COVID-19.
1: That's right Dawn, so in light of this, Food for Mzanzi journalist put Tom chats to Dane Shannon, a pediatric psychologist from East London in the Eastern Cape. This interview is all about helping children organize all their thoughts and feelings during the pandemic.
2: Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? How do you talk to your kids about COVID-19? And we have listed five questions that we'd like you to answer for us. So the first question is, will talking about COVID-19 increase my child's anxiety?
3: Well, I think first we need to consider a few variables such as the age of the child, uh, cognitive development, that is how the child can make sense of what they hear. Any pre-existing anxiety conditions, Uh, children who already suffer from latent anxiety are more likely to become dysregulated for instance um, with additional stresses and of course children who have previous experiences of trauma which may trigger their anxiety it's important to understand that children have inherent suggestibility and vulnerability to media stories and they have less experience and and capacity to unpack the information that's continuously cycling through their mobile devices and tv screens even adults are struggling with this it can be overwhelming it's really up to the parent's discretion but i'd recommend keeping the details to what they need to know someone with a phobia for instance knows all there is to know about the thing that they fear most so information isn't always what's most helpful. I would encourage parents to tell their children not to go scrolling through social media and the news about COVID-19 because there really is a lot of hysteria out there, a lot of propaganda and agenda. So really just stick to the basics, you know, encourage masks, washing of hands, social distancing, these are the three keys. So if parents can model this behavior in a calm and composed way, then I think that'll really be what's most important.
2: What is an appropriate age to talk to my kids about the pandemic?
3: Well, I think again it depends on the child. You know, some children are not really phased about COVID-19, whereas others are quite fearful. Children already know quite a bit about the pandemic. They have access to social media You know, they're in contact with their friends over their their devices. It's something that pervades every facet of our lives and has become the new normal in a way. Regardless of your child's age, I would say focus more on the behaviors that are protective than the ins and outs of COVID-19. The way in which you discuss the three keys I mentioned before will need to be developmentally appropriate, of course. But it's really, again, at the parent's discretion, I would say.
2: My third question is, should I tell them what the symptoms are? Because I don't want to scare them
3: my personal take on this is no children are not medical professionals and we don't want them to go doctor google to diagnose friends family or themselves sometimes a sneeze is just a sneeze and we don't want children becoming panicked about every symptom they see or experience if parents notice symptoms in themselves or their children then they can take appropriate measures to consulting medical professionals
2: the fourth question is how can i help reduce my children's anxiety worry about the COVID-19 pandemic.
3: Children will pick up anxiety from their environments. Anxious parents tend to have anxious children, both genetically predisposed and through their transaction with these more anxious parents. Remember that anxiety is a response to perceived threat and children will take their cue from the people in their lives that they trust. So the most important task for parents is to manage their own anxiousness and to contain it so that it doesn't feed their children's anxiety. In this way, parents can model composure, calmness and avoid panicking uh, when their children are afraid. They will look to you for assurance that things will be okay.
2: And my last question is, what if I'm the adult and I'm also scared, what can I do to remain calm to support my family emotionally?
3: This is possibly the most salient factor in helping children negotiate the pandemic. Parents who are vulnerable to anxiety can look for strategies to help manage their emotions and behaviour. In this way, I would recommend supporting yourself first. You know, when you take a flight, the instructions are always to ensure your oxygen mask is secure before attending to others. So in the same way, parents should equip themselves first before adding on the perceived responsibility of of having to help their children. For some parents, the very idea that their children are anxious can lead to parents becoming anxious themselves it's okay if your children are anxious. Anxiety is like a passenger on a bus. It will come and it will go. It is not a marker for how good a parent you are. So parents can give themselves permission to accept their child's anxiety as well as their own. I tend to favor a a cognitive behavioral approach in psychology. So I encourage adults to look at their own thoughts about the pandemic and sickness. What is it that drives their anxiety? Are their thoughts in line with rationality? Our thinking is what leads to behavioral response? So So in terms of strategies, mindfulness-based exercises are quite helpful. It's just about getting the mind and the body on the same page. So these can be quite useful in regulating the body's response to the mind. Contacting a mental health professional for support and techniques can also be very helpful. So it really would again depend on the individual and what their needs are. But there are a lot of resources out there, trained professionals, who would be more than willing to assist people who are struggling to manage their anxiety. An important thing to remember is that an abnormal reaction in an abnormal situation is actually considered quite normal.
0: Thanks for sharing your insights, Dane Cannon, a pediatric psychologist from East London in the Eastern Cape. He was chatting to Food from Zanzi journalist Sinosipo Tom. That brings us to the end of this episode of Tandi and Captain Stay Safe.
1: But before we say goodbye, Remember that our cartoon series on Food for Zanzi's website is available in 11 different South African languages to educate children about the coronavirus. Stay safe out there. From me Duncan Masiwa, Dawn Nundu, and the rest of Team Food for Mzanzi, goodbye.